Hello, hello. Welcome back to Jim Ramble. I'm so excited to be here with you today. Looking forward to today's topic. It is something that I kind of thought of the other day when I listened to a podcast myself talking about raising your thermostat when it comes to money. And if there's something about me, I love drawing parallels between finance and fitness simply because I truly think that how somebody thinks about money is directly correlated to how they think about their fitness goals. So whenever I think about like an analogy or I see an analogy or something on social media that talks about money mindset, I like to utilize that analogy if I can as it pertains to fitness because I think that the two are quite similar in a lot of ways. So we're going to be talking about that. And I'm naming this podcast, raising your progress thermostat. So we're not going to be spending too much time talking about, you know, the money side of things, um, as it pertains to the TikTok and the podcast that I listen to, but we're going to be talking about how you can push beyond your comfort zone when it comes to what you accept into your life as progress, as a lifestyle change. Because we talk a lot about fear of failure, but we don't talk a lot at length about the fear of success, which is very real, if not more real than the fear of failure. And this is something that I truly had to adopt in my own life is really changing the thermostat of what I viewed as my new normal, my new normal habits, how I viewed myself and my ability to achieve my fitness goals. And let's start from the beginning. So what am I saying when I say your progress thermostat? Where you're at right now, if you're listening to this, you probably have fitness goals. You probably have physique goals. You probably want to make a lifestyle change. A lot of people who join our team at the Fit Breakthrough, who work with us one-on-one, They have the goal to gain muscle, lose body fat, but it goes so much further beyond that, right? Maybe they've had a past of yo-yo dieting. Maybe they do something drastic for a couple weeks and then drop the ball and then lose all their progress, right? So I'm speaking to somebody like that, or, or maybe you're somebody who has never really done any sort of diet previously, but you just don't really know the first step to take to go beyond where you're at now. Maybe you've seen some progress with your weight loss, with your body composition, and you're not in a totally uncomfortable spot, but you know that there's more out there for you. So how do we kind of go past this feeling of being okay with where you're at and actually push the limits towards where you want to go, right? Because it's fun to feel like you're progressing. It's fun to really set these goals and achieve them. And if you listen to any of my other podcast episodes, you'll know that I'm just a really big fan of continuing to develop overall, continuing to make and keep promises to yourself. Not because I think that, oh, you always have to be looking to you know, look better and achieve a better physique. Like absolutely not. It really just comes down to making and keeping promises to yourself and really knowing that you are worth investing time, money, and energy into. And so that's the lens of which I'm speaking to. So in this example of how I'm going to describe the progress thermostat, I'm going to use myself as an example back in 2015 era where I was yo-yoing hard, gaining and losing the same 10, 15, 20 pounds, okay? 
I had kind of a weight range that I felt okay at. I wasn't like in a perfect world, I would be stronger, leaner, more toned, but I was fine. You know, I was just kind of living my life. It wasn't really top of mind for me all of the time. But whenever I would get to a place where I felt like, oh man, I'm really uncomfortable. Like maybe I kind of went on a bender the weekend, like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or I just felt like I wasn't making good decisions for a few days at a time. And I felt bloated and inflamed and just kind of like, ugh. and I was like, or maybe I weighed myself and I saw a number on the scale that I deemed as like too high for my thermostat. Well, what I would do is I would immediately pull out, you know, what I knew to do, which was crash diet, go on all these like running sprees and like cardio, like trying to burn as many calories as I can, trying to intermittent fast, trying to cut out these quote bad food sources until I got back down to the weight that I felt a little bit more comfortable at. And that was within my thermostat. And then I would just go about my life and I would drop all the habits, you know, cause I couldn't sustain eating that low of food and training that hard and doing that much cardio because I had other things going on in my schedule. Right. So I was like, okay, like I'm back where I feel a little bit more comfortable. So I'm just going to hang out here. And then maybe I would creep up a little bit to where I felt uncomfortable. And then I would pull those things back out again, crash diet, do all the cardio and then get back to where I felt comfortable. Right. So like that was my thermostat. If you had asked me like, are you, you know, happy with your current physiques? I would have said, not really. I would have said, Hey, you know what? In a perfect world, I do want to achieve these things. I do want to, you know, be able to be consistent and, and progress. So you're probably like, well, okay, why are you not doing those things? Well, that's because I had to learn how to change my progress thermostat. I felt uncomfortable when I would see a number on the scale that I didn't like, but I didn't know how to implement habits when I wasn't out of my comfort zone, when things weren't on fire. The only time that I would take action towards my goals when things were on fire, when I felt like the scale was too high, when I felt like, oh my gosh, I took it too far this weekend. I went overboard. Time to swing the pendulum in the other direction. Time to restrict. I have to do something fast. Maybe it was a cleanse for three days where I just ate you know, fruit or cut out all carbs or whatever, or I said no to dessert and I would just go into overdrive overdrive mode, but then I would just go back where I started, right? I wasn't actually ever progressing. It was just kind of like I would creep up and then I would go into overdrive and then I would creep up and then I would go into overdrive. And what I really thought of during that period of time and why I, it was so hard for me to get out of that cycle is because the only time that I saw any amount of progress was when I was living in the extremes, when I was cutting everything out, when I was doing all this cardio. And so I was not comfortable adopting that as my lifestyle because I was like, well, I can't be consistent with that forever. So I guess I just don't have the metabolism or the body type to really achieve these goals that I want. Like I'll never have abs. I'll never, you know, be toned and lean because in order for me to even get 1% better, I need to cut out all these things and I'm just not willing to do that forever. So like that was my line of thinking. And that's what I'm saying when it's, it's difficult to say, yeah, I want to make a lifestyle change. If the only time you've ever made progress is when you were super restrictive, you are not going to be excited to hire a coach who's like, yeah, like let's do a lifestyle change. If you don't know the nuts and bolts of like what you're doing, what you're getting yourself into, 
I understand, right? That was me. And it's really difficult to raise the threshold, to raise the thermostat for what your quote normal is. It's hard to aim for more progress because it's easy to assume that upholding a life that contains more progress means being more rigorous, which means you think it means sacrificing more things than you're willing to sacrifice, right? I have some examples here. I can't be more rigorous. I need to eat with my family. You know, family dinner time is really important. And if I'm on a fitness journey, if I'm trying to, you know, really go all in with my goals, then that must mean that I can't eat the same meals as them. Or I want to enjoy date night. I just started dating this guy. I can't focus on my fitness journey right now because I want to be able to go out for drinks with him, right? Or I can't do X, so committing to something like that would be letting myself down, right? You already are playing a movie in your head and writing a story for yourself that says I can't be consistent for more than a few weeks because that's all you've proven to yourself up until this point. So it's no wonder you're already saying, hey, the narrative is this is just not in the cards for me. And if you're listening to this right now, after you finish this episode, I want you to go listen to a few episodes back, a podcast I did called Self-Sabotage, because we break down a lot of the ways that self-sabotage can be infiltrated into your fitness journey. And I think if this topic resonates with you a lot, that other podcast is also going to resonate with you. It's going to call you out a little bit. But I think it's important to understand because if we are feeling uncomfortable, if you think about, um, you know, a thermostat, if you go too high or too low, you're going to feel uncomfortable, right? That example that I gave when I saw the scale number that I didn't like, I would do everything in my power to go into overdrive to bring me back down to normal. Same thing for the other direction, right? If you start to see, you know, too much progress, if you start to be on the cusp of making a lifestyle change, if you start to almost hire that coach that you think is going to help you, you revert back to what is comfortable for you, right? You start talking to yourself and saying like, oh, things aren't that bad. Like, I, this life, you know, staying kind of mediocre with like not really going after my physique goals, it's okay because I have all of these other things in my life that I feel like I'll have to give up if I go all in on this fitness journey, right? Like you start to rationalize staying stuck. And I did that from with myself for many years. I rationalized staying stuck until I hit a place where I was yo-yoing for so long and for so hard that I was maintaining a weight that was really high for my frame, not eating a lot of food. Okay. That was the dead end that I hit to which truly was like, okay, raising the white flag, like I need help. And I don't want you to get to that point, right? If you're listening to this and you're not at that point yet, like let's not get to a place where you truly feel like, oh my gosh. I am, I just like, don't know what to do. My body's not responding. Like I'm feeling like things are not working correctly. I'm feeling lethargic and my digestion sucks. Like we don't want to get to that point. Right. So that's why this conversation is important. And I want you to be reflective of like, am I truly just accepting where I'm at now? Because this is where my thermostat is currently set. So now I want to chat about some actionable ways that you can raise your threshold for progress, that you can raise your thermostat, okay? 
The first one and the most important one is to find a community who views you as the person who can make progress. This is huge, okay? It could be a coach, it could be a community. People who are already doing or have done what you want to do, right? And it's not only about, oh, they're gonna give you the roadmap if they're a coach, but it's just about being around that and having people view you as somebody who is already this person that is going to raise your thermostat. Like if you're surrounded by other people who their thermostat is already raised, you are going to follow suit. Like you are going to adapt. And we see that a lot with women who join our community because it's like, yeah, of course, we all are talking about just these things that are raising your thermostat. We're talking about hitting macros. We're talking about training PRs. We're talking about wins. We're talking about these real life scenarios where, oh my gosh, I went out to dinner, but I had this win or, oh my gosh, my kid, you know, his practice ran late, but I still was able to get my steps in by doing this. Like we're having these real life conversations so that you're feeling more confident every single day of stepping into your power. You're like, yeah, my thermostat is being raised. What is this new normal for me? This feels great. This is closer to where I want to be physically, mentally, all of that stuff, right? So community is huge. And I say this all the time. I love sharing our client wins. I'm so proud of all of our clients and all of our client wins, but I'm never surprised by them. Okay. I'm never surprised by them. And the reason why I'm never surprised by them is because the minute that you walk into that door and the minute that you are a part of the fit breakthrough, we already have all of the confidence in you that you are going to progress. And the reason why is because the hardest step is committing. Once that's done, I'm not saying it's going to be, you know, a piece of cake because you still have to have a growth mindset. We're still, there's still going to be a learning curve. It's not going to be linear, but no progress is linear anywhere. Right. But you've done the hardest part. Right. So thinking about that and allowing a community to kind of take you under their wing and be like, okay, like you are now like we're raising your thermostat with you and we're helping you. That means a lot. And that is really going to help you. And I even think that myself and back to the money analogy that I talked about at the beginning in the podcast where it talked about raising your money mindset, you know, thermostat sort of thing. If you're just hanging out with a bunch of people who are broke and who talk about being broke and who don't really have any aspirations or anything like that, you're going to follow suit. Like you're not going to be the one to kind of break out of the pack, right? Because we enjoy community as human beings. We like to be with our peers and a lot of the times at the same level as them, right? So if you are at in your current community and you guys are all talking about how you want to get into fitness, how you all want to tone up, how you all want to lose body fat, but you're not actually holding each other accountable and you're not, no one's actually, you know, following through with that. It's very difficult for you to raise the thermostat when everybody else is kind of staying where they're at, right? That's probably not going to happen. But if you get into a community, even if it's virtual, where everybody else, their thermostat's already raised, you are much more likely to raise yours as well. The next point I want to make is to have a growth mindset towards what a lifestyle change could look like, okay? Start with where you're at and make the least amount of change that yields the biggest result. 
a lot of people want to change too much too quickly because they think that they are running out of time and running out of motivation. They think if I don't change everything now, then I'm just going to run out of motivation a few weeks down the road. And if I haven't seen a lot of progress, then I'm just never going to see it. That is not the case. You have to give yourself the benefit of the doubt and understand that you have to do things differently in order to see different results. But you also have to do something. There is going to be an element of trial and error, no matter if you have a coach or not, right? Because you are truly going to be learning as you go, learning along the way. There is no way to get around it and you can't just bypass the risk that comes with betting on yourself by scrolling on social media and trying to wait until the time is perfect and doing all of these things. Like you are never going to be at a place where you can predict the future. So you might as well just jump in and just take it as it comes cross the bridge when you get to it, right? Like every single challenge that you overcome on your fitness journey, when you're doing it sustainably and when you're focusing on habits and when you're focusing on meeting yourself where you're at, you're going to come out the other side and immediately be more confident in your abilities to continue this lifestyle change. Okay. It is an obstacle. It is not something that is going to just stop you dead in your tracks. And then you're going to go back to your old habits. Not if you do it correctly. But understanding that a lifestyle change doesn't mean, oh, I can never go out to eat or, oh, I can't go on vacation or, oh, I can't enjoy this. You are trying to find the middle ground between what is optimal and what is realistic. And guess what? It's going to change during different seasons of life. All right. Fitness is a spectrum and not an on off switch. And that is a really, really important thing to remember. All right. The next point that I want to make it when it comes to raising your threshold for progress is to have periods of maintenance and growth, not just try to be in a cutting phase all of the time. I actually made a reel on this today. And in the reel, I said something like you haphazardly trying to hit a low intake on and off for months is not a cutting phase. And it's probably making you resentful towards your fitness journey and tracking as a whole. And man, that is so true. Okay. If you are trying to hit a low intake on and off, that is visually you. That is literally you be bopping around your thermostat where you feel comfortable getting you back to a place where you feel comfortable. Oh, I'm a little bit too uncomfortable now. Okay. I'll just, you know, crash diet myself until I feel comfortable again. Oh man, I'm feeling a little uncomfortable again. Okay. Time to crash diet myself to where I feel comfortable again. You're not really progressing there. You're not really gaining muscle, losing body fat. You're not really going through body recomp changes. You're just be bopping around. Okay. We want to eliminate that. And how we eliminate that is getting you to a place where you can actually be consistent so that you can see the cause and effect of what you're doing and how your body's responding. But if you're constantly trying to hit 1400 calories a day, and then you know you're eating way above that, but you don't know by how much, and you don't know how your body's responding, you're not really consistent. What is that doing? Why even have the goal? You know, why, why even have the goal if you're not going to hit it? Let's change the goal, right? We don't need to just sit there and be like, I'm not disciplined enough. Change the goal, change the dang goal. Okay. But having periods of maintenance and growth is going to be absolutely key because you're not going to be able to hit macros perfectly to the gram every single day. Okay. So if you have periods of reverse dieting growing where you're eating more food, 
you're going to be able to be more flexible and nothing's really going to happen, right? Like if I'm in a reverse diet, like I'm maintaining around 2,100 calories a day. If I want to take a day off of tracking, if I want to take a weekend off of tracking, if I want to go on a date night and have a free meal, I can do that. And my body's not going to freak out because I've done the work to upregulate my metabolism to that spot. Okay. So that's going to be raising your threshold. I keep forgetting the word raising your thermostat. I keep wanting to say threshold. That's going to be raising your thermostat because you are living the lifestyle and you're being more flexible without yo-yo dieting, right? Because you're being consistent when the goal is not weight loss. And then when it is time to start a cut, right? I just finished a cut myself. I was more strict, but it was for a finite period of time. And now I'm reverse dieting. I'm eating more food. I'm going to have more flexibility, right? But I'm maintaining a good amount of progress from the cut. Okay. So we're reverse dieting. Now we're going to eat more food. We're going to have more flexibility. And my fitness journey is no longer a means to an end. And it's no longer me just be bopping around, right? Where I feel comfortable. Building muscle is going to be your ticket out of this low thermostat range that you're at. Okay. Because if you build more muscle on your frame, you're raising your basal metabolic rate. You're focused on a goal other than just what the scale says. And I think that is truly the ticket to making this a lifestyle change. Okay. I'm not saying that you have to only weight train. Like we have a lot of clients who do classes who like to run, who do other things. But I do think that focusing on building is a key component to making this a lifestyle change and raising your thermostat because it is just so important to not just be in this, I need to weigh less, I need to weigh less, I need to weigh less mode because the scale is going to do wonky things regardless of if you're in a cut or not. And if you are letting that dictate your emotions, dictate your actions for the day, dictate your mood, what you focus on, how you execute, you are not going to be data driven. You're going to be emotionally driven. And that is a problem. And that is how we stay in that bebopping around the thermostat where we feel comfortable. Okay. And it's part of the reason why I think a lot of people don't get help from a coach because they feel like they know they need to get out of their comfort zone and they don't want somebody to tell them, Hey, time to get out of your comfort zone. Right. But it's different. Of course, when you have education, you have accountability and you have somebody who's telling you the why who's meeting you where you're at and who is listening to your concerns and validating them. Right. So thinking about it in with that lens is, is, uh, important, but at the end of the day, you do have to do hard things. And then my last tip that I'm going to be talking about, because I could be going on and on, The last tip that I'm going to be talking about when it comes to raising your thermostat is to focus on committing to your fitness journey for six months at a time, not six to eight weeks at a time. Okay. You can set milestones as you get to your goal in six months or six months at a time, but please stop doing these eight week challenges and eight week diets and 75 hard because you don't think that you are able to be consistent long-term. These eight weeks, 75 hard, whatever, they are keeping you at your current thermostat. This is you literally going, oh, I'm going to go into overdrive for a few weeks until I feel you know, a little bit better and then just go back to my normal way of life. 
you lose all your progress until you muster up enough motivation to do another eight week thing, do another 75 hard, right? Again, there's a time and a place for dialing in habits. And I think that that can be done over an eight week period, but I'm speaking to somebody who has that, who has physique goals in mind that are, that they know are going to take more and longer than eight weeks or 75 hard or whatever, but they're scared of not being able to be consistent for that long. So why set goals and fail if you can avoid the feeling of failure by not setting as big of goals, right? So something to think about, but I actually have written up here why I don't like these eight week challenges and why they're actually keeping you in the all or nothing mindset. Why are they keeping you and how are they keeping you in this thermostat that is getting you stuck, that is keeping you stuck. It is not getting you where you want to be. So the reason why I'm very passionate about this is because of course, as all things I talk about on this podcast, this was me. Okay. Because if you only have a few weeks to work with someone or to devote to a plan, like 75 hard, eight week challenges, you are going to be much more anxious about being perfect all the time because you feel like time is fleeting, right? If you have eight weeks with somebody, if you have eight check-ins and you feel like one of them is going to be a bad check-in, you're like, oh my gosh, that's like one eighth of like my whole fitness journey that I'm trying to be perfect on. So then what happens is you start to cut out things in your life, right? You start to say, okay, I'm only doing this for eight weeks. So no more dessert, no more date night. I'm not going to go out like I usually do for these eight weeks. It's just for eight weeks. Like I can do this, right? but you're not learning how to fit fitness into your normal life. You're literally changing your life for X period of time to fit into your fitness goals. You are doing this knowing that it's a means to an end. That is a problem because you're not going to eliminate these things forever. They're a part of your life. They're something that you enjoy. And then as you do that, and as you go through these yo-yo diets of like, eight weeks on and then I'm going back to my normal life and then I lose all the progress and then I'm doing another eight weeks and then I lose all the progress. You are teaching yourself that you can't be consistent, do the things you want to do in life and see progress. Okay. That is how the all or nothing mindset is. It it looks on a day-to-day basis. That is how it is exemplified. Okay. And then, like I said, when it comes to committing to something for a longer period of time, feelings of what if I can't be consistent for that long come into play because the only thing that you know is to stop everything for a few weeks while I focus on being perfect. If you say you want a lifestyle change and you want to see sustainable progress, you have to make sure that your actions align with that. You have to make sure that your actions align with that. Saying you want a lifestyle change and then waiting for things to be perfect, like you don't want a lifestyle change. I'm sorry. Like, let's be honest. You know, I understand you want to give it your all, but when was the last time you felt like it was perfect? Probably never. So what are the odds that it's magically going to be perfect in the future? Mm, Probably slim to none. Okay. So just some things to think about, but that, that all goes into the umbrella of my point, which is focusing on your fitness journey six months at a time versus six to eight weeks is going to be much more manageable. And I actually have a list here. What would happen if you looked at your fitness journey in six month chunks versus eight week chunks? 
Number one is you wouldn't feel so much pressure to be perfect all the time because you wouldn't feel like time was fleeting. You were running out of time, right? You'd be able to set up a longer roadmap for success and set milestones along the way. You would have more time to focus on other goals that aren't aesthetic related, strength, relationship with food, navigating meals out, right? If you only have eight weeks to do something, you're probably going to be extreme with it and you're relationship with food and strength and everything is probably going to suffer. And you're going to be like, well, I don't have time to focus on that stuff. I'm just focused on this, you know? And then it's like, okay, well, what are we trying to do here? You know, another point, the journey would be much more enjoyable because it's not a quick means to an end. This is so important because the empowerment that comes with making and keeping promises to yourself when you're focused on long-term sustainable results that is where confidence is built. Confidence is not built by cutting out everything in your life for a few weeks to prove a point to yourself in the short term and then losing all your progress the minute that it's over. Like that's not, you know, we're, we're not doing that long term. So what is that really teaching ourselves? Right. And then finally, once the six months are up, you have the ability and practice to think about the next six months. You no longer feel this pendulum swing every few weeks of all or nothing. Okay. And that is how we are raising our thermostat. So I hope that this was helpful. The biggest and the first thing I would say to wrap this all up when it comes to raising your thermostat is your mindset. But saying change your mindset isn't applicable. Nobody knows what that means, right? Like it's so vague. So I hope that you reflect on a few of these things that I mentioned And again, this is all coming from a place of love, a place of I was literally this person who needed to hear this podcast. And really that's my entire podcast as a whole is just things that I wish I would have told my past self so that I wouldn't have spent all of this time bebopping around feeling like I was a lost cause. Okay. You are not, you have the ability to change your physique and see results in the way that you want to see them and maintain them without dieting forever, without sacrificing all these things. But you have to view a lifestyle change differently. And it's hard to do that on your own. It is hard to do that on your own. Okay. So if you need help, if you want a community, if you want a coach, if you want people who are in your corner, who already view you as this person and who can help you view that yourself and help you step into that applications for one-on-one coaching are in the description, but let me know what you thought about this. Let me know what you thought about this episode. I feel like I recorded this kind of before it was a full thought. Like I literally just listened to this podcast that reminded me of the whole thermostat analogy like yesterday. So, um, yeah, let me know what you guys thought of this. Uh, we're going to be doing a fitness update for myself next week or maybe two weeks from now. We'll see, but I'm excited for that one too. So I love you guys. Thanks for listening and I hope you have a great day.